Curtis, like everybody else, everybody else is a huge fan of the monkeys, yes. aren't you? Yes, and also let me give you a side hustle here on Gump Worsley and the Nets for the Rangers when they were with Baseman Bertha last place, 462 stitches on his face, no yeah. mask days for goalies. Gump. And he was asked by the Daily News, what's your biggest problem in the Nets for the Rangers? He says, the guy's in front of me <laughs> because there's nobody who knows how to play defense. That's why I have to block so many pucks with my face. <laughs> now, come on. There's no modern-day goalies who can compare no, with no, those. No. Terry Gun- Sawchuk. I think they all had like 400 stitches. Oh, Gump, was, uh, Gump was great. There's no doubt about it. Now, they're not the same, but uh, this guy right now, I mean, the Rangers, the reason why they are so dangerous is they've got not one but two big right. time goals. You got to do this. You got to yes. ask the loyalty test. Yes. Do they support Putin or do they support the United States? Oh, I'll tell you. It's the United States. I'll tell you why. Wait, wait. I'll tell remember, you why. Remember the guy in the Washington Capitals, their star, said he was a Putin guy. Oh, Vetkin, yes. That's right. But here's the difference the Rangers star. The guy that leads the Rangers in points this year, leads him in goals, 32, almost 80 points, a perennial all-star, actually was scared to death that Putin wanted to kill him. And, of course, I'm talking about Panarin. He's the best player on the team. So he does not like Vladimir Putin. So unlike Ovechkin in Washington, Panarin and the Rangers are America first, not Russia. Yeah, I'll ask them, hey, did you go to the tribute for Volani over at the Russian consulate like <laughs> I did? I'll bet you they did. Now, one more point. Well, hold on. Do you have any issues yeah. on a serious note? Because you're a smart guy. Yeah. And you know history as well as anybody. Yeah. Do you have any issues like CNN does, MSNBC does, all these liberal fart bases with Donald Trump comparing himself, as he's done now the last two days, to Navalny? No. Okay, good. Absolutely Neither not. Neither do I. I mean... Uh, except, naturally, they haven't tried to poison Donald Trump because he eats fast food. <laughs> yeah. If he hasn't died from all that fast food by now, <laughs> he has a lead-lined stomach. He does. I mean, he is a fast food-consuming machine. You mentioned it. Remember, remember the uh, uh, El Jefe, Chris Christie, was ordered to fetch him McDonald's, you know, Big Macs. And Christie came back onto the campaign train uh, a plane when he was uh, supporting Trump. And he ate half the Big Macs on the way back to the uh, plane. Remember uh, that? I, I do remember that. I do, and that's a true story, 100%. I do. By the way, uh, talking about uh, Donald Trump, uh, Andrew Giuliani will join me coming up in about 28 minutes. As I mentioned earlier, the last time Giuliani called me was Friday. He happened to be on the golf course by Mar-a-Lago with Donald Trump. When Giuliani calls in at 7.40 this morning, he will once again be on that same golf course with Donald Trump. Trump got on the phone with me on Friday. That remains a possibility coming well, well, up Let me tell morning. you, to Andrew's credit, he's uh, been enrolled in the Curtis Sliwa Talk Radio Boot Camp here at WABC. Did he really? Yeah, he's with me on Sundays at 8 o'clock. I'm shaping him up. The guy is really coming into his own as a talk show host. You, you should be proud of him. I am. You know, we got some others over here who are like 90 years old doing uh, shows here. They, they need to be held up before the microphone. <laughs> hey, if you're listening, John and Margo and Chad, time to exit the old autococcus, of which I'm one, and time for a new generation of talk show hosts. But anyway, one last thing before we talk about the monkeys. You were talking about the Ukraine and Russia. Where are the Ukrainian refugees, right? I'm in all the migrant shelters. 
You could truly say they're war refugees. There's a full-blown war going on there. And they would have come to the United States, right? They went to Hungary. They went to Poland. We saw hundreds of thousands fled. I mean, every migrant shelter, you know that, Sid. I have yet to see one Ukrainian. It's interesting. Where how come, are they? How, yeah, why, how come we're not allowing them to come into the United States who legitimately are war refugees? Some of them have skill levels, as you know. A lot of skilled people in the Ukraine that could work right into our, our tech industries, you know, who have graduate degrees. Oh, you just said something that I'm going to meet, I'm going to need to make sure you're right about. You said, why are we not letting them into the United States? So you're saying, where are the Ukrainian refugees? And you're also saying to me, at least, that we're not letting them in. How do you know that? Well, where, where's the discussion about where they're going? They certainly want to come to the United States. What, they're the only people in the world who don't want to come to the United States? Well, where are they going? Interesting. You know who's doing the deep dive on that? My wife, Nancy. She is? Oh, yeah, and you know she always comes up with the answers. Every time. But how come you haven't seen on any of the shows about all the migrants from Venezuela, from North Africa, not one Ukrainian? Not one Ukrainian. What about all Nobody those... has asked that question. But Where wait are a the second. Ukrainians? What about all those people that live in uh, Ina Vernikov section of Brooklyn? They're Russians. They're Ukrainians. Yes. Well, we're going to do the deep dive. But all let's right, get go. back to the monkeys. Uh, all right. I want to pay tribute to both you and Wrong Way Lou Rafino for recognizing the greatness of the monkeys. You realize, um, look who I'm talking to. Um, and I say this with all sincerity because I'm... You know, people say I'm conceited, I'm narcissistic, well, it's, you it's are. stupid. They're, no, no, you are. There's no, no doubt stupid. about it. But I concede that you're the man here. I concede that. But you do realize that those little things, like the monkeys, that discussion Lou and I had for about four minutes at the top of the 6 o'clock hour, you do realize that that's why we're number one. You're going to be uh, hard-pressed to find other shows, even on this station, anywhere in New York, that move away from the topics at hand. Yeah, all they, That's talk, about. Number all one. they talk about. Trump, Biden, Trump, right. Biden. I want to impale myself well, with well, the Adams, microphone. Adams, too. Adams, too. Hochul, too. Uh, the migrant problem here, too. But And by know, the way, by the way, real quick, uh, California is worse. We'll discuss that momentarily. Oh, I totally. Oh, oh no, that's a Bill O'Reilly says. No, no, no. California. Well, Kevin, oh, O'Leary, no, no. Kevin O'Leary says ah, New Kevin York. Kevin O'Leary, what does he know? He walks around on the street. Hey, Jeeves, where's my limo, Jeeves? Get out of here, Kevin O'Leary. Get out of here, Shark Tank Mark Cuban. Anyway, anyway, let's get right into the monkey. Okay, who's your favorite monkey? Hold on. Uh-oh. Last night, I'm sitting with my son, Hunter. As you know, March 2nd, he gets bar mitzvah in Forest Hills. He's one of your two Jewish sons. That is correct. My youngest son, because we're preparing him for manhood, and his mother said, you got to sit him down because he's not tough enough. What is his Jewish name? Do you know it? Who the hell knows? <laughs> Why the hell did she name him Hunter? Bobby what Kyle. kind of a Jewish name is that? And it's then not. his older brother, Carter. What, after Jimmy Carter? What a shot! I had no participation in the naming of my two youngest sons. Now, who was the mother of these two kids? Who is the mother? Melinda Katz. Oh, Melinda. Okay. The Queen's DA. So anyway, I'm just sitting. It's one-on-one with me and Hunter. And, I'm just, and I walked past what in order to get to the location... The Forest Hills Tennis Lawn area, which is now the scene of concerts. 1967. 
The Monkees were the biggest group, bigger than the Beatles, bigger than the Rolling Stones, sold more albums than both. 67. That was the year I was born. Who was the opening act for the Monkees? Let me take a guess. Uh, Teddy Pendergrass. No. No. Jimi Hendrix. No way. Yes. Stop it. Jimi Hendrix was booed off the stage by the Monkey fans who wanted to hear the Monkees. That's how popular they were. And then when they went to London, they met up with the Beatles. The Beatles threw a party for them and actually had them jam with them on some of the sessions of the wonderful music sessions. That's how much the monkeys were. People don't realize they had their Saturday morning uh, series. TV was, show. Right. It was a comedy show. Won two outstanding Emmys for comedy series on NBC. It was good. They were number one. Wait, so were they friends with the Beatles? Friends, not only friends. When they went over to London, they were doing jam sessions with John Lennon, Paul McCartney, yes, Ringo, and George Harrison. See, See nobody would, knows that. I would think that, like, the Beatles looked at them as, like, their little stepbrothers, and the monkeys were jealous of the Beatles, but you're telling me they actually had a good relationship. Oh, they had a great relationship. And this was not like Spinal Tap. You know, guys who had no musical ability that were put together. That great film. Remember Spinal Tap? Yes. No. In fact, the Beatles had a special liking for them because they liked them as actors and musicians. And what did the Beatles go on to do? Act, remember? Of course. So you understand there was synergy there. Wow. I'm telling I, I, I want to give props the wrong way, Lou Rufino, and you for recognizing that. And remember, <laughs> that was the baby boomers generation. Yeah. 13. Remember, 13, 13. I was number 13 for the Adam Blowers in Little League. Imagine. Uh, what team do you play for, Curtis? The Adam Blowers. <laughs> the Adam do Bl you know how embarrassing that was now, in the Canarsie Little League? Oh, Canarsie Little League, because I played for Kings Bay in Brooklyn. Yeah, but at least uh, I played for Kings Bay. Uh, what's your team? Who's your sponsor? <laughs> Adam Blowers. Yeah, I was on the Redskins. 